Hey everyone, this is Chewy, host of Screaming Chewy Show Podcast. And hey, I'm out here in the streets, you know, just getting some opinions from people, what they think of, you know, Screaming Chewy Show Podcast. And, uh, hey, hey, sir, excuse me, hey, yeah, yeah, you got a sec? Sir, so, <clears throat> if you don't mind me asking, what do you think, what is your opinion on Screaming Chewy Show Podcast? Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, please, we have a special bulletin and a special report. These are grave times and very weird, dangerous, ominous, weird stuff going on. And that is irrelevant to why we are here tonight. We have a huge announcement, alright? Mr. Drew has been demoted, alright, for his... uh, Listen, I get a little sick and tired of him talking about globalism and evil people who want to, you know, rape and pillage and plunder your children. It doesn't... Come on, what does it matter? You know, I don't even have any kids. He does. Um, But that's beside the point. The FCC has decided to suspend him. We have demoted him. We caught him in a tapioca pudding car track is not straight legal at all so having said that we would like to present to you straight from vancouver ontario i can't validate that but our brand new host the beautiful the amazing the superb the much better than drew um it's chewy the chewy word order and here it is chewy take it away <laughs> what's happening man uh, it's, uh, it's a great day for me. I'm so excited. No more dreams. Thank you very much, Professor. You, you do it very well. And um, I just want to, you know, say a public service announcement. Going through some rough times right now. And everybody, please just remain. Everybody panic! We're all going to die! <laughs> I just Sorry. wanted to get that out. Uh, can I say something? No, you cannot. Back to you, Tree. So... On today's news, um, uh, what the fuck is going on, right? Well, I mean, I'd say the devil is here, wouldn't you? I agree, man. I mean, um, you know, at first I thought it wasn't such a big deal. I'm like, they're definitely, definitely doing something, right? But now you start seeing states on lockdown. It's illegal to go outside. It's no longer advised to stay inside. Now you have to legally. And I'm just afraid what's next is, you know, martial law. And I mean, I think we all kind of know what's going to happen after that, right? I mean, as in we, as in, I mean, me and you, not like the general public. Yeah, (laughs) that's why we're here tonight, to let them know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's, uh, well, you know, like the government, um, you know, it's all about control, right? So pretty much keep them scared and they'll obey, right? You tell them, don't worry, just listen to me. Do what I say. And then at that point, you get, you know, people are, you don't even have to, they don't even have to take your rights. You're just giving it to them, you know? Mm-hmm. We've seen the suspension of uh, basically the First Amendment right, which is freedom of assembly. They've taken that. Without even fucking, you know, like, hey, let's just say, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. They gave it to us. Like, yeah, we gave it to them. They haven't even declared martial law. I do. And here's a funny example. I saw Ben Carson today, who's the director of, what is it? Uh, or, or, I don't know what he's, he's some 
he's not a czar because only Obama had the czars. You know, so sorry, sir, czar. But Ben Carson today said that he's never seen this country more unified. What? Well, nobody's together. That's what. Oh, this is great. We love it when nobody gets together because nobody fights. You know, it's hard to get in a fight <laughs> with somebody else if you're not in the fucking same room as them. That's very true. You know, what? not that some doublespeak Orwellian shit right there? Hey, keep it up. You guys are doing a good job, even though you're not in the same fucking room. <laughs> Great job oh, staying isolated. Yeah. It blows my mind. They're like, hey, way to go. You just double speak, double think. And everybody's like, oh, he's good. That's, that's true. That's so true. We're a great country. Yeah. I mean, we are, but uh, <laughs> unless a new world. Or For how play. long? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's weird. It's getting weird. And, um, you know, us, us conspiracy theories, we've told people about FEMA camps and how the government is going to take our rights slowly and eventually they're going to have full control. And people, like, laugh at that. But now uh, who's laughing now, right? Right. People are scared. Yeah, and it's, it's like I got people. I don't know about you, Chewy, but uh, I got people. Hey, how you doing? Long time no talk. Like, yes, yes. Hey, uh, <laughs> I just want you got time to make make phone call i just like to make sure i'm prepared and know what's going on this week like oh i'm sorry for 14 15 years you didn't get flying fuck and now you want you know it's like it's dude there's still people in denial like it's perfectly normal they're just trying to keep us safe like uh, okay i understand they're trying to keep us safe but there's a bigger factor here you have to admit like it's just we these like the systematic shutdown of the economy we're a service-based economy and no haircuts, no fucking delivery pizzas. Like, they're shutting everything down, man. It's service-based economy. We're not like a goods, you know, we don't produce a lot of fucking goods. I mean, in the grand scheme of it, but we are com- are in an economy based upon pl- like plumbing, lawn mo- uh getting your yard mode, haircuts, your dog getting its tail fizzled, you know, shit like that. <laughs> uh, and like, they have just like, nobody move. Nobody go outside. Just stay home. Like, no, no service-based if there's no services being offered, no services being demanded, the service-based economy, it's That's creepy. True. It's creepy. And what are we going to do, Ray? Well, I can tell you what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to tell you what the rest of the country and the rest of the world's doing. They're going to Pornhub. That's what they're doing. They're like, well, fuck oh, it. It's yeah. just up. I mean, Pornhub has seen a massive spike in traffic or like the last <laughs> few days. I have not been any of those. I, I would have clear. I have not done that at one time at all. But uh, not even for research purposes. Nope, not even research. <laughs> Listen, I I went to research. I went there for research one time, and I fell into quadruple penetration videos that I never ain't gonna watch again. You know, it's ugly, it hold it real bad. It happens, bro. It happens. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> uh, okay, why, why is why is Judy talking? What the fuck? Oh yes, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, yeah, that's what you, you just took it away there, Chewy. Back to you. Sorry about that. He's an asshat. <laughs> hey, but Pornhub for real though. Like a few years back on April Fools, they made it Cornhub. And if you go to Yeah, for real. I, I even I thought it was a joke and I went on it and um it was like corn slowly being buttered <laughs> or like the categories it'll be like ebony corn and it's like <sighs> the black corn. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that, dude. Like, what the fuck? Uh, when was that? That was a few years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the day that Nebraska, a white cloud, just a white cloud appeared above Nebraska because they're all like, you know, the corn, corn cornhuskers. They're like, oh damn, look at that one, Earl. I'm a, I don't like that one. You back <laughs> off now. I'm gonna husk that one, baby. Hey, good thing about Nebraska though. If you're in quarantine and you don't have a dildo, you could use a piece of corn. You know, and then when you're done, you wash it and you eat it. Hell, that we did the same thing in Czechoslovakia for 15 years before we moved over here. You know, same thing. How'd you know? See, I know in Russia they do that with potatoes. See, and you people are out there bitching about toilet paper. Get real. Come on now. <laughs> use a corn husk. Yeah, come on. Bam. Go to Nebraska. Get, get a corn husk. You'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Nebraska. And Nebraska Department of Tourism's like, fuck. Motherfucker. Those guys, they just so rude. Corn husk for your cornhole. Ooh, damn. Patent 
copyright that. That's right. You can't say that without owing him 10 cents. That's right. Boom, motherfucker. Mic job. <laughs> Man. Love it. So, um, well, any thoughts of what's going on, man? Because, I mean, there's been articles about how now they're going to take our civil rights. To, well, they're going to Congress and they're trying to pass a bill where they'll take your civil rights. And during this quarantine, if you're arrested, you have no trial. Yeah, that is that's OK. So that's the key. I think one of the keys here, because if you have martial law in place, that means that no right to a jury, no right to a judge. You're going to like what? Basically a military a tribunal, right? It's almost like a it's like a court martial kind of thing when the military is in mm-hmm. charge. Or, OK, do you know what posse comitatus is? I have no clue, man. What is it? That sounds crazy. Yeah, it's this was suspended. Let me read this because this is very, very like crucial. And in the meantime, let me update everybody two things that I was going to update you on, Chewy. The price of cryptocurrency and the current worldwide cases of corona. So whatever loads first here. Do 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 okay. Oh, you mean like Bitcoin and stuff? Yeah, because dude, Bitcoin took a dive there last week or a few days ago, but it's kind it's kind of it's it's only back up now. I think that I was listening to Jeff Rince, and uh, he said, or he had a remote channeler, a remote viewer on the show, and I can't remember the guy's name. And remote viewing, I think it's some sort of, I can look up the definition. I don't want to speculate. Let me just leave it at that. But this guy said, you know, he was talking about the new currency. It would be a digital currency. Uh, and I think that kind of is true. I think that's what they want. Uh, damn it, I'm trying to not oh. say anything, and I'm just not doing a very good job. I'm sorry. I have a bad but, habit of doing that too. It's so hard. Yeah, that's why. Uh, see, I just did it again. Here we go. Posse commentators. So they're trying to make it one currency for the whole world. I I think that's the end game here. I mean, remember, okay. So let's let's look at this as a whole. Are they? They're taking some really weird steps, like to fight a virus. And I would just like to add on that intelligence agencies today kind of sounded the horn and said, "Listen, we tried to warn." The, the White House and some of these other federal departments or federal agencies. And I'm, this isn't a politics thing because it doesn't really, I don't think that matters one bit right now. It doesn't matter. Obama's not going to do anything different. If this is a fucking virus, whatever the fuck it is, it's weird. But we're seeing every president, dude, you see just a little bit more implementation or gradual step along. You know, they either starting to put their hand around our neck or they're just, this is not what I thought I would ever see when I was a kid. I mean, there are troops, really? there's troops in Topeka, there's National Guard troops in Kansas City, three, uh, what, Jackson County, Johnson County, and you, Wyandotte County are going on lockdown, excuse me, Tuesday. Across the nation, everywhere, uh, somebody in Detroit told me today that things are starting to get weird. I don't know what exactly, I think that, as always, even 9-11, even some of their events that they pull off or their, their false flag events or they always study us. What mm-hmm. be from? I mean, that's what Google's doing. That's an AI. That's a whole other thing. But they are always, if you're military strategy, they want to see how we react. I mean, if you ever would have told me that cryptocurrency would have crashed and toilet paper would be a commodity, toilet paper is like $500. On Amazon, it's selling for like $500 for, I think, I don't know how many packs, but that's that's What crazy. the fuck? Yeah, right? And think about I went it. to Walmart today and there was none. <laughs> that's just... And no you are seeing empty shelves. Yeah, empty things. So, I mean, rat, if, if you can't provide for yourself, right, and the government's, everything's shut down, and so what they'll do, or what I speculate, or what I fear, what they see, what they've done before. Remember 1945 or whatever, 1940, yeah, I can't remember what year. Japanese citizens were interned in this country, Japanese citizens, the American citizens of Japanese descent, were put in internment camps because of Pearl Harbor. Like this country mm-hmm. has done that before. These, and they went into martial law too, right? Yeah. I mean, in these these internment camps exist. They're they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's even like newer WalMarts. You ever wonder? I saw a Walmart in the last month or two that literally had a guard tower. It, I, I was what the fuck, dude. It was weirdest thing. It looked like a, a guard tower. 
And even the person I was with, I can't remember who, but they said, that's a little odd. That has to be, that was something else before that or, or whatnot. Uh, looked into it. No, that building was built as a Walmart. So I don't know the, the, tra- all, the all the train movement. I mean, I've seen Twitter videos of all the tanks. Yeah. And I'm not meaning to scare anybody. Like not at all. I mean, the time for that, I mean, I, we've been talking about this shit. Drama Rock on Castbox, Uchui, me, a lot of people, even the people that are veterans, David Icke and, you know, whoever. They, nobody, we, were, we weren't like just saying this shit. We were saying this stuff because uh, this is what they told us they were going to do. Even in 201, that's what they, they told us. Okay, this simulation, coronavirus, what's going to happen if, if it were to go rogue? In that simulation, it took out 65 million people. 65 million. Wow. Yeah. So it's a computer simulation, like a calculation of the virus's potential, basically, right? Yeah, well, they brought together, uh, they did that, and they brought together people from all over the world and got the United Nations involved, the World Health Organization. This was ran in October of 2019. It was like a roundtable discussion from finance, from uh, medicine, military, the governments, like what, what would happen and based upon their simulation, the stock markets of, of the globe crashed between 25 and 40%. The GDP of the United States went down 11%, 11%. And damn. Yeah. And what did they say? 65 million people were killed. Holy fuck. Worldwide? Yeah, worldwide. And the CDC, I saw a story just a second ago that they damn. are preparing for up to 18 months of this. 18 months. Can you imagine 18 months on lockdown? And everybody's saying two weeks and they're scared. 18 <laughs> months? Yeah. Can you imagine being here one year and Chewie and I are still like, well, here we are. It's the bottom of the fourth inning. <laughs> one year anniversary of the lockdown. Chewie's up to buy it. Swings. Be all drunk all the time. Yeah, dude, we'd be, fucked we'd be delirious as fuck. Like, well, I shit my pants in the fourth inning and... And imagine no income, right? And if people are panicking now and fucking, you know, raiding the stores and getting TP and meats and all that shit, imagine in 18 fucking months, you think there's going to be truckers out there still? Those trucks will be fucking targets, you know? Here's the other interesting thing. I keep bumping things. I'm sorry. But let's. Oh, it's okay. So we've heard Trump's administration say we're going to give everybody like a stimulus package. All right. What happens if they shut everything down? This is the worst case scenario, but these people, the people that run the world, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm not talking about his administration. I'm talking about like Jared Kushner is in with him. I'm not even saying that Jared Kushner, which is Trump's son-in-law, that guy is very instrumental to who's running Trump. And not even he is the handler because even he's working for somebody. But we're all puppets. Yes, exactly. We're talking the the deep rooted, the families. You go back to ancient Egypt and Babylon, these families that have been maneuvering and like circling the globe, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. And if you like the Rockefellers, David Rockefeller admits it in his books. They talk about this stuff. Fox News and CNN aren't going to talk about it because if you own that company, and you were trying to do this, would you let that company, would you tell that newscaster or that company, hey, I want you to tell them what I'm doing to them. No, they've got other ways of telling us. Predictive programming, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, thought in Subliminal. Yes, exactly. So, like, that's who we're really talking about. You, people have got to stop looking at the left-right paradigm here. Because mm-hmm. it's so, it's bullshit. It's, it's ridiculous. The real owners, the people that started the Federal Reserve, read the creature from Jekyll Island. The people that own the land, the Queen of England, the real fucking, the real. And some of those folks are probably have never even been out in the open. Some of those families could possibly not even be accurate. I mean, Fritz Springmeier has a pretty good detailed rundown on who he identifies as the 13 bloodlines, like the Vanderbilts, like these ancient royal bloodlines that have just kind of maneuvered the way through the planet or all over the planet since, fuck, the Cataclysm or the Atlantis Lumeria. These are the people that, you know, I kind of subscribe to. This would be your Anunnaki hybrid bloodlines. And not to get too far into that, uh, you know, if if you don't want to, but I'm just saying like. Oh, no, go ahead, man. Talk about whatever you want, man. This is fucking interesting as fuck. I mean, these, these, the bloodlines, 
So Tom Ashcroft, which was George W. Bush's attorney general, when he was given a new position of power or one political office or whatnot, his father anointed him on the uh, the forehead with crocodile fat. That is an ancient Egyptian ritual. Yeah, that, that that's like the, yeah, that's a that's from a secret society in ancient Egypt. The powers that be, and depending on how deep you want to go. Because I believe that it's interesting to me that this agenda has rolled on through generation, through millennial, through century, and it's kind of it just seems to keep going. Why? Mm-hmm. I believe it's because there's a force or a consciousness, and it's not really what I believe. It's what the Gnostics talk about. It's what uh, some of these researchers hint at. There's a there's a force or there's some sort of energy in the metaphysical universe that is possessing people on earth or people that are certain genetic strain the bloodline you know that's dude clinton could be a rockefeller uh they plant their fucking they monitor their bloodline and they make sure that people in that bloodline rise to certain positions of power through the secret society network through the good old boy network most of them's men and men like most of the illuminati shit men you know but uh i mean it's it's crazy how deep and that's kind of what i was talking about in the rabbit hole situation or the rabbit hole episode how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole because even if you want to go all the way there's still like distractions and pitfalls that you can fall in you know uh and they do that on purpose to confuse and whatnot i have just rammed to throw you off right yeah exactly my bad dude is because my dumbass just realized dude i already have i have my fucking mic connected so this is recording off my laptop mic <laughs> so i'm gonna connect my uh mixer i'm an idiot dude do i sound all echoey and shit i didn't think it sounded that i my shit i don't know maybe i'm really sound. no you're good uh Posse comitatus basically means truth on the streets. Here you go. Posse comitatus act outlaws the willful use of any part of the army or air force to execute the law. So that was suspended back in the like eighties and nineteen eighty one. Basically, they, they can have troops on the streets now. Holy shit, dude! And once they do that, like you pretty much have no rights, right? Well. When the military it takes over, and right now we are in, okay, this is interesting too, the difference between common law, maritime law, which is admiralty law, admiralty law, and then martial law, mil- military law, hmm. uh, individual sovereignty. We should do an episode on social security. Like when you are born, okay? Ever wonder why your name is in all caps on all your government documents? Basically, your social security number is like a registered asset on the stock exchange. And the people that run the world are literally hedging like our debt. I mean, it, it fucking blows me away. I'll have to find my, my notes. Whoa. Because when I, basically, we are nothing more than cattle. That, that's what they, they are betting and they're they're literally they're parasites dude they're parasiting off of everything creative uh spot like just beautiful because they remember they can't create the nag hamadi texts the gnostics say that this archon force the reptilians the anunnaki they don't have the ability to create from will because as uh the nag hamadi texts say when this force was created by god or the creator of the universe what it did was the divine light of the creator. It somehow captured that and has been manipulating that manipulating us into decoding this false sense of light, the matrix, if you will, when mm. that's why like people, you talk about ascension, uh, the difference between 3d, 4d, 5d, you can tell, dude, I've been, sometimes you just get the feeling like when the, when this reality of this dimension is like really heavy and other times you feel so light you goosebumps you feel like wow something is just flowing right now you know 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Because everything is energy. Everything. Everything is a frequency. Colors are a frequency. Steel has a frequency. It has a wavelength. Everything is frequency. It, everything is vibration. We are all vibrating. Like everything it has a vibrational construct because everything is vibrating. And we I just took it way in the left field there. So how about oh, coronavirus? No. But uh, you know. <laughs> Dude, like you were saying, even, you know, coronavirus itself, that's a frequency. It is. And it's reacting with everything around it, or you know, organism, kind of. Yeah. I mean, DNA is constantly, you have RNA and DNA. So you, RNA basically is the coder for DNA. But they DNA is constantly, it's, it can be altered by light waves, micro, like anything. It is a crystalline receiver transmitter of information. It is basically... We are a radio station. We are broadcasting our own unique like perception of radio station, and we are receiving information from other people's radio stations. Now, that doesn't really describe it well because I would say that the reality, the collective reality we share would be the radio station. We would be DJs within that radio station. Oh, okay. Uh, and so basically, like your information, I'm information. The way I perceive my reality is how I'm going to, or the way I decode my reality, what my beliefs are. Do I believe that Jesus Christ was the son of God, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm, if I believe that, then I'm going to put out an information field that, you know, interprets that or kind of has that in the info or in the information of the wavelength of the frequency, Mm -hmm. which is going to cause the universe to give me back law of attraction everything that aligns with that belief everything i mean that's that's really how this universe works dude i remember when i first started talking to you like you're like i checked out your podcast and i can't remember if it was the first episode or the second one but as soon as i seen um fuck god oh yeah i seen a project northwoods and i'm like Oh shit! Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> and from there, I was hooked on your show, dude. It just got even better and better. Well, I appreciate that, and dude, that that operation, like that's a declassified document, and people could say, "Oh, you're making that up." Like, no, you can go look at this. They have parts of it redacted, obviously, for national security, but it's signed. You can see the signatures. You can see the Joint Chiefs of Staff. It calls for, you know blowing commercial airliners out of the sky that have college students on them, American students, and then blaming that on Cuba when it would have been one of our, you know, weapons mm-hmm. that calls for that. Calls for, anybody? Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, it calls for dressing special command, like commando CIA officers or whatnot, agents in Cuban uniforms and basically, you know, firing at us as their own, I mean, staging shit that that's, that's, that's entrapment. That's staging. That's no, that's military strategy. That's, that's a, you wouldn't understand because it's national security. Like, no, it's, that's evil. That is fucked up. Mm-hmm. That is fucked up. No, I'm, that's as a kid, manipulation I'm, in a huge scale. I mean, are we teaching our kids that, Hey, you should definitely set somebody up or set your enemy up, even though they didn't fuck with you ever, you know, even, I mean, at what point, that's just bullying, is it not? Isn't that just bullying? And I'm not taking anything away from military because that's a very selfless act to be able to join the military. It just sucks and fucking sad and it's terrible that a, this force that is a parasiting off of all of humanity is in control of those young men and women's lives, you know? I mean, 9-11, they don't, look what they were able to do with 3,000 people. Larry Silverstein got a $6 billion payout. $6 billion. And he challenged it. It was only supposed to be four. And he's like, that's not enough. And they're like, you know what? He's right. 3,000 people died, none of his family, and he's going to get $6 billion payout. And that was for insurance on the buildings, right? Yep. For airplane crashing? Right. Yep. Fucking coincidence. And he, when did he do that? He, took, he did that insurance policy, redid that insurance policy, what, three months or so? Not very long before 9 yes. 11. The project for a new American century was written in July of 2000. And then he does that a few months later, and then suddenly, hey, uh, not it's just it's disgusting. It's and how sloppy were they? I mean, they they let a lot seriously for a huge operation, a lot very very sloppy. But still, people, it's not easy to say that. 
like that sucks and it sucks like you it's not that i'm trying to be different or stick out because the architect what do they call it architects and engineers for 9-11 truth there's thousands of architects and engineers civil engineers that are now joining this i even saw Mm -hmm. a story last uh last year about a fire a fire chief or a firehouse fire district in new york city now saying this is bullshit. This was 9-11. This is an inside job. And I don't even want to say inside job because Saudi Arabia was involved. Uh, fucking Israel was involved. He obviously oh, rogue shit. elements. Yeah, I mean, this was a huge... I didn't know Israel was involved. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. And, man, I've been... Here's the other thing. I've been accused of lately, like, you just... You hate Jews. Like, listen, no, I don't have a problem with anybody. I don't care if you're red, blue, green, Jewish, Palestinian. I like Palestinians. Damn, I hit my microphone again. <laughs> I do that all the time, dude. But yeah, you forget it's there, you know, and, yeah, and then like, we speak with our hands. Sometimes I like to make out with it. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, just lick it. <laughs> okay, get get fired, dude. Get out. Uh, <laughs> but like Israel, Zionism, dude, I think is a problem. When you have people saying that we have to preserve the state of Israel above all else, no matter what, all the other countries, if they have to go, so Israel stands. I have a problem with that. Got a problem with that. What about, you know, because I live in America and you know, all this dual citizenship between Israel and the United States. I think the United States is Israel's bitch. That's what I honestly think. Dude, you know what's crazy that you mentioned that? In the Bible, it says that uh, Israel, that God protects it, right? And that's why they're unharmed. But I had no idea we were involved like that. This country was protecting them either. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, dude, seriously, Israel, again, I I don't have any problem with the state of Israel. Now, the creation and formation, how that, who owns the land, the Rothschilds, they donated where the Supreme Court is in Bethlehem, I believe. They owned all that land prior to, Israel bombed itself into existence. Uh, Whoa. Oh, yeah, basically, I mean, the Rothschilds were involved. The Star of David is a Rothschild symbol. That 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 symbol has existed well before the jewish state was created um also what oh yeah dude i mean it's a okay here's what's crazy now we're going to talk about if you want to take it into that like let's I, take it man i think that that's i'm going story. down with you <laughs> uh, i also oh, fabulous drink let's have another we're going down uh the star of david now i'm not like the what do they call it the, i'm not into theology or anything like that Hey, you! Yeah, you over there! Do you like paranormal stuff? You like abandoned places? You like to, like, go check out some historical stuff? Maybe you like food. Maybe you like good music. I don't like Black Flag or maybe Black Sabbath. Well, we do too. So come check us out at Punk Rock Explorers Podcast. That's Punk Rock Explorers Podcast. Peace! But I do know that Star of David, the Rothschilds, that Star of David is on the back of the dollar bill. It's above the, the Phoenix on the right side, if you look at the back of the dollar bill, which was designed by Franklin Delamore Roosevelt, who's a 33rd degree Freemason. And doesn't make any, you know, guy fucking, he's is, as into the occult and symbolic or into symbolism as they come. How many, I don't even have a dollar bill, dollar bill on me. There's also Moloch on the dollar bill, the front of the dollar bill, which is an ancient Babylonian deity. And I ask people all the time, like, Whoa. why do you think that that's there? I just want to be cute. Like, no, no, I'm not. Nobody's putting cute Babylonian deities so small. They're there because even that is a frequency. And like when you hold that, when you touch that, symbol, yeah, huh? your mind, if you don't know that's there, guess what does know that's there? Your subconscious. Your subconscious is soaking in the frequency or the interpretation or the meaning or the definition what that is supposed to like what that representation you are literally 666 energy drinks monster energy drinks that literally in ancient hebrew that symbol three times that's the number 666 people are drinking 666 energy drinks everything is a frequency and then disney too right doesn't that have the 666 he's got his he's got walt disney uh, has the 666 in his autograph or in his signature I mean, even he, 
these people, they during the week at their board meetings, they are upstanding. They are great people. They donate. They're philanthropists. They're for the human employee of the year. Right now, Friday night comes along, and the cameras aren't there, and they're on their private estate or a castle or something, and they got their black robe on and nothing underneath it. And we see a little different side to them, and. This isn't like me saying this. This is like people all over the fucking planet who have either seen seen it, been a part of it, been invited, uh, none that were killed by them. Eyes wide shut. People want to know what these people are into after hours. Watch the movie Eyes Wide Shut by Stanley Kubrick. That is what Eyes Wide Shut. That is what the elite does in their free time during rituals when they want to have a good time. Because when I want to have a good time. I put on a black robe and totally sacrifice a small cat to the <laughs> totally, you know, no, I don't typical weekend, right? Right. That, seriously. Like I've never, like, could you mention? Get out of here, man. Hey, 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 Aaron, who is that? Is nice. he my friend? Is that your... Oh, that's my homie right there. It's my roommate, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm uh, my name's Quintavious. Quintavious says hi. Yes, Quintavious. <laughs> hey, does he like Ted Kappel? Hey, he wants to know if you like Ted Kappel. You don't know who that is. Yeah, I'll take it as a yes. Don't. It's a news anchor. <laughs> no, don't tell him. He's ugly as hell. I have his. No. <laughs> He's always either a news anchor that died. <laughs> Ted died. He wishes. <laughs> what am I? That's too bad. <laughs> My bad, dude. What were you saying? So, the the Walmart signal. Did you know the Walmart symbol? If you look at the Walmart symbol, which is the sun, okay, what is that? If you really, if you look at it from a three dimensional standpoint and kind of like a an, what do they call it, an abstract, it's the star of David. It's got. Well, I was gonna say a butthole. Damn, you know what? I seen like that is a. It's a cornhole. Dude, that's a Nebraska that's a Nebraska person's cornhole. You're right. There you go. <laughs> they got a picture of my asshole on the front of that. Oh I'm famous. Hell yeah, that's my asshole, everybody. Like, fuck you, Nate. That's my asshole. Hey, you know what's crazy? So you're saying that the Walmart symbol is a star David, which is basically the Rothschilds, right? The symbol of Saturn, yeah. And the the storm on Saturn is has the same like three dimensional view. It's a cube. The cube. They are. They love the cube. The symbol. The cube. Anytime you see a cube, that means Saturn. That means Satan. That means the Demirge. That means that means they're they're oh yeah. That's that's who they're praying to. The cube. The the Saturn. What do they call it? The Saturn myth, as David Talbert would say. So pretty much. As somebody's Jewish, and they had the Star David tattooed on them, <laughs> and they don't even know, right? Right, and see, that's it's the so the Rothschilds. This is how much they care about the Jewish people. Uh, they basically, all right. Now I'm gonna get. I hope I don't get in trouble. I see, because again, I do not really claim to know all that much. Here's another interesting twist too. The Rastafarians, why do the Rastafarians claim to be the true children of Israel? That that's what yes. I, I looked into that. I mean that they make like the Rasta man, like the oh, smoke of the Ganji. The atomic bombs of the celebration. They claim the Rastafarians, if you look into that religion, they claim that they are like the true, true children of Israel. Uh oh wow. Yeah, so that's that's interesting too. Now, like the way this country it's no secret like we are Israel's bitch. And I know that we're like kind of getting off here, but it doesn't really like basically they, they, they use these, they use, why, why would you say this? They use certain civilizations or cultures and then they hide behind those. And then the first thing that they could say about you is if you start to criticize or something anti-Semitic or you just hate black people, you just hate Mexicans, you know, anything like that. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, it's a scapegoat. Yeah, dude, seriously, you look at the the money that we give to Israel, the 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 the, lo- the Jewish lobby in this country. Jared Kushner has a dual citizenship. The guy I was talking about earlier, his son-in-law, 
I mean, Trump's family is mm. for the most part Jewish. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I don't Seinfeld's my favorite fucking show. I love. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. I don't have any problem with fucking Jewish people at all. Um, but Zionism, which I, I, I have an issue with. I don't, you know, I don't need Joe Biden. Wait, what's that? Zionism? Zionism basically means like the preservation of the Jewish state over anything else. If everybody else has to die, we're the chosen people. You should lay down your life so that I could, we, the Israel remains. And it's like, I, I, okay, no, I don't agree with that. You know, well, okay, well, that's not fair. God told me that you're supposed to do that for me. Nope, nope. Well, come on. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like that's yeah. Like, like who's right? Right? You're gonna say that you. Okay, well, here's an argument. Let me just say this. What if I were to have the opinion that hey, you are everything that ever has been, ever can be, and ever will be, just like I am. I am an aspect of the infinite. You are the aspect of you're an aspect of the infinite. We are slightly different, um, but that doesn't make any person more chosen than the other. It doesn't. That nobody. Yeah. Nobody. I don't care if you're from. What Ethiopia. makes you more special, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm no more special than a starving kid in Ethiopia. I wish that I could do something to help that kid. But as far as the universe is concerned. They're, they're, we're not fucking playing Plunko or betting on, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the parasites are, but the universe doesn't really see it that way, you know? Yeah, the universe has a plan, and you are part of it. Even if that means you dying, that's part of the plan. Yep. And, like, Yobi, uh, my friend in San Francisco, and we'll talk about Roderick here in a second, too. The biggest thing that I've learned from Roderick... Uh, on- oh, man, he... Roderick? Yeah, yeah, the biggest thing I've learned from him so far... That the theme that keeps sticking with me that he it's just kind of implanted is I don't care if you don't want to walk through the door. If the door appears, you fucking walk through it no matter what. Even if you fucking think it's going to suck, you you suck at it. You don't want to. Like if a door or an opportunity presents itself, that's the universe speaking to you. You're going to learn something yes. or you're going to grow or you'll figure something out or you'll, you'll figure out who you are, but you also figure out who you are not. And how many people just... Nope, not walking through that door. You know, that's what I've learned. Yeah, the biggest thing of, I love that guy. He's, I, he's dude, like, just just like how we met, right? And like, I was like, shit, dude, this can't be a fucking coincidence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then same thing with when I met Rod. You know, he he's a very cool dude, fucking hilarious. Actually, caught me off guard that he has a sense of humor, like kind of fucked up like us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. You know, I thought he was going to be an old dude. I thought he was, like, not going to believe in conspiracies. And he's not a huge conspiracy guy, but he is very open-minded. And um, so when I, I read his book or heard it because it was, like, an audio book, the... The, oh, the universe. Yes. The universe of every religion and none. I was fucking blown away, dude, because exactly how he feels about religion, that's how I felt my whole life. And, you know, he went, he was a Christian, heavily involved in the church for 15 years, read the Quran five times, you know, read other religions, and he didn't feel right about those. And he just believes in the universe. And I'm like, bro, two different people, different ages, different walks of life. And, like, it's crazy, dude, how I've always thought that way about religion. I believe in the universe. And then he thinks that way. We went, we went through completely different paths but both came to the same conclusion and so when i heard that book i was blown the fuck away i was like we're doing an episode about this (laughs) dude and like what you just said you just like get you are living proof that proof that truth is truth is truth and it doesn't matter where you come from how you were brought up the truth eventually if you really are interested and you really but take the blinders off, or as Hermes says, if thou but set foot on the path, thou shall see the truth everywhere. If all you have to do is have the desire and follow that feeling, that that intuition or that feeling, like something's off. This doesn't, I can't get into this. My heart is not into this. I don't resonate to this. If And how many people just fake that? You know, the people that mm-hmm. follow that, that intuition, that little voice, like some, there's something else to this. Like what else could this be? This doesn't feel right to me. Who are we as a society to tell people, I don't care if that doesn't resonate to you, you're going to do it at this. And at the same time, say, follow your heart. 
I mean, maybe that's fucking the problem. That's what we're doing to our fucking kids and society. Contradiction. Right? Everybody's just so fucking walking contradiction. Hey, I'm as worst as anybody. And I'm trying to improve myself. But if we could maybe, hey, let's just fucking face it. To I'm Tom Baudet, I'll be leave the light on for you. Okay? You can't double speak and say, I've never seen so much unity while you're all apart being social distance and all. Keep it up. You all are doing great. <laughs> fuck off. Like, we should be told, like, dude, fuck you. You know, like... Yeah, like, the way I think is, like, you know, when I question religion or God, you know, people get mad at me, you know, because they, they can't answer the questions sometimes. Or, you know, they'll be like, why are you thinking like that? Why, why are you questioning that? And I'm like, well, get this. Why is God going to give me a brain that questions everything and expect me not to question it? Why would God do that? Maybe he wants you to question it. Maybe he wants you to think for yourself. Any good? Maybe the yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Any good deity um, would do that, right? Like any any good mm -hmm. god, you would think. Why is he going to put you with a brain that questions everything and then tell you not to question it? I think the people that are telling you not to question it are the people they want to manipulate you. And you know, here's here's the thing. And again, I'm not being blasphemous or criticizing because everybody's entitled to their opinion and their beliefs but if your beliefs and your opinion are only there because of this reason and this is the reason i hear all the time well that's ha just how we've done it forever mm -hmm. or this is how my parents did it anything like that that i don't even know how to i don't know how to like explain that if you're gonna live the way your parents want you to live I mean, it's just, I have a two-year-old son and, you know, do I hope that he someday finds the truth? Yeah, I know he will, because just like you said at the beginning, or just at the beginning of the segment, or the story segment, sorry. Wow, <laughs> so professional. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people, that fear, I don't know if people are worried about like, well, that means that I've been lied to for 15 years, for 20 yes. years. Like, yes. And that sucks. And that's sad. And you know what? Just like you, dude, when you find out, dude, there's, it's, you feel real fucking lonely. Cause she's like, how could they, you know, my life, everything, everything they've taught me was a lie that I've been living a lie that they created for me. You, but at the same time, you start to begin to unravel. You tell the universe, like, listen, this is sucks, but I want to find out who I really am now, you know? And that's when, just magical things start to happen not always good but ever since i started my journey or whatnot and there's been times where I've, a few months i've kind of strayed away from source and strayed away from this and got into shit that i girls money stuff you know whatever gambling weed and i was just living life way. yeah you would lose <laughs> the way, you know exactly uh but at some point the universe because once you open pandora's box you can't put it back in the universe oh, no. If as long as you have that desire, like, what is this? I want to know, like, who I truly am. I want to know who I am, not who my friends want me to be or who my boss wants me to be or who my parents want me to be. What do I resonate to in life? What fucking gives me inspiration? If I'm in a corner and I have to fight my way out to keep to, like, save myself, what is it that I'm fighting my way out for? Like, what the fuck? It, if I look across the room, whether it be your, your girlfriend, your car, you got to find something. And if it is your car, that's fine. But you've got to like chase life or experience life with the same amount of passion as you did when you fought your way out. Like, what are you fighting for? What are you living for? You know, and I don't think any, a lot of people just stop asking that question. Mm -hmm. And when they do, that's when the powers that be, the people that we're talking about, who the Saturn death cult, who have society rigged. And they've been setting it up for a thousand years to manipulate us and to brainwash us and to indoctrinate us, to make us pound us and just be like, hey, forget, forget, forget. Stop chasing who you are. This is who you're going to be. We're going to give you personas on TV of who you should be, what clique you should belong to, what social class. This is the type of car you should drive. Shit like that. You know, well, yep. I don't have to think for myself. This is awesome. Let's go to the mall. They have that security, you yep. know, they feel safe. Yep. But, you know, are you really living life then? You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about the afterlife 
But to me, I, I don't really have like a conclusion. Like, I don't really, I honestly don't know what happens at the afterlife. You know, I'm not religious, but I do believe in the spirit world. But I have no fucking clue what happens, you know. But I think personally that, you know, this life we're experiencing, it's just an experience you'll never experience ever again. If you ask me, the dead, they envy us, right? But at the same time, they're probably crying for us because, you know, we live more, but you also suffer more. They're not suffering anymore. We are, mm -hmm. but we're also living. It's kind of like a catch-22. Duality. You know? It's duality, man. It, exactly. It, evil exists to provide you with context as to what good is. Good exists to provide you context with what evil is. Every duality. Life is duality. And people that don't accept the down but are all in on the high, like you've got to find balance. You've got to find something to be grateful for when the – when you're in the, the dark tunnel and you can't see mm -hmm. light, something, you know, Hey, uh, I got a stiffy. Cause I was thinking about that hot teacher I had in <laughs> eighth grade, you know, whatever it is. And people just shut that shit off. They, they let Netflix and Hulu and just, mm -hmm. you know, nobody uses critical thinking. Nobody researches anymore. Nobody reads nobody. I mean, it just blows my mind. I can't even get like two or three minutes into a conversation when somebody will ask me, Hey, what's the new world order? Well, how much time do you have? Oh, I don't have anything to do. Like, <laughs> I'd really like to learn. I'd really like to know. You start up and three and a half minutes later, they're like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep, just point? looking at their they're phone. Like, oh, that's what I thought. You know, you didn't want to, you didn't want to know, you know, and people are like, Oh, that's cute. That's cute. No, it's not cute. Not cute. Like there's a group of people just like in a movie that you would go to watch on TV, but yet you don't fucking believe it. It's really happening when it is happening. It's not cute that people are trying to take over the world. Coup d'etat. I mean, watch the Zapruder mm -hmm. film. That's what we're dealing with. JFK. I mean, watch the Zapruder film and just the overall raw, uh, how like brutal and raw and real that is to see that president's head, the president of the United States have his head blown off, you know, Oh, I seen that, bro. Yeah, I mean, that, you see him like grabbing his neck, like yeah. he's choking, and then his wife leans over, mm -hmm. and then plop. You know what she uh, fucking? Yep. And then when she climbed on the back of the vehicle, grabbed mm -hmm. his skull. Uh, that's what we're dealing oh, with. Oh, she we're grabbed doing, his skull. Oh, yeah, that's what she was grabbing when she got on the back of the vehicle. Oh, because I see skull. her reaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They this these people. I'm not saying that David Rockefeller pulled the trigger. I'm saying that George Herbert Walker Bush was probably involved, but they're their system, their infiltration of the CIA, the FBI, the Federal Reserve, they have infiltrated, just like JFK's speech, the Secret Society speech. Excuse me. It is a system that is, uh, what does he say? That is, uh, they've invested in like subversion rather than coercion on armies by night or guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. They erase its mistakes instead of headlining them. They bury. He, he's saying, if you've never listened to the JFK Secret Society speech, where he literally says, we are opposed around the world to a ruthless and monolithic conspiracy. He says this. That's why JFK was killed. And what did they do to him? They blew his fucking head off. They blew a, a father, a, a husband, uh, the president of the United States, in ritualistic fashion, as his limousine ascended to the top of the pyramid on Dealey Plaza, they blew his Damn. on 11-22-33, which is an ascended master number, but they invert that because they are evil. So, you know what You know what? The, their monument they live to him? Anytime you see an eternal flame, that's the mark of the Illuminati. That's the mark of the Brotherhood. And that's really? what we're dealing with here. Somebody that would do that to a country, to a father, to a... JFK had his faults, but oh my God, I think that he was really trying to warn us and say, I don't think I could sell my country down the river, you know? Man, and you know, I'm into conspir conspiracies, but I love how you do your homework, man. You go deep into this. This is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I uh, see, I feel like I didn't go deep enough. I went from Saturn to fucking JFK. Sorry about that. It's, it's just that there's a lot to talk yeah, about, man, you know what I mean? Is. You really can't 
David Icke, I love David Icke, and people like give him shit, but you have to, this guy has rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis, all kinds of different arthritis in his hands, his all over. He was a football player in England and he gives eight, 10, 12 hour lectures on his feet where he attempts to tie this shit together. And even he says like, listen, he's put 25 years of research into this and whatever you believe about David Icke, you cannot discount that a, a guy with arthritis who can barely type, you know, barely, barely type. He types his own book still, I believe. This guy was just a guy who had a vision or who came across something that scared the shit out of him as a human being with empathy because human beings, listen, I have, I don't want anything to happen to Chewy. I want Chewy to succeed. We should, we're all here to like watch each other grow and that's what you wouldn't think that from CNN shit. Cause like, Hey, fucking you should hate him because he's black and he should hate you. Cause you're white. Like, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. You know, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, where the fuck was I going? Something about uh, camaraderie. Uh, David Icke. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he has arthritis. Like, people, like devote their, they're just people that had that calling much like you did. We, it, that everybody has a calling and you've got to like fight through the fucking programming and the mental bullshit the left brain chatter but when you start to like really see that calling or see that voice or see that light that's all these people were doing they started to follow and connect dots that's all that's all you're doing you're you're taking one piece of information that you found you had last week and then when you see it in another like researcher's work or another article when you see something that you've been researching or looking into in something else that's a synchronicity that that's the universe saying boom all right and to me that's truth. That's when you feel it, when you just feel it, like you get goosebumps sort of like, holy shit. When you start to tie things together about 9-11, when you start to trace the bloodlines of these these ancient, or, or the the real, the, the Windsors and the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, the Vanderbilts, uh, all those fucks, JP Morgan, the Ford family. It, it just, when you connect shit from all over different media, like books, magazines, speeches, lectures, whatever it is, United Nations white papers, you take one piece of information and when you find it elsewhere in another avenue, you could see shit from Satanism and mixed in with child trafficking. When you tie those things together, this is all one big fucking web. That's how intricate and that's how deep they've infiltrated everything. The dots connect. They're just spread out. You have to connect them yourself. You know, when we were kids and we would just fucking connect the dots and you you mm-hmm. connected all the dots. Now, as adults, for some reason, we're like, all right, I'm connecting four dots. You're crazy for going any farther than that. And it doesn't even make a line. Well, if you give me some time, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Where did we learn how to, the, uh, like the ability or the desire to connect the dots? It's just one big game of connect the dots. And we used to love that as kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that goes in like searching for the truth. You know what I mean? Like, I think some people are born with it and some people are not, you know, like we ask questions like, why is this like that? Why, why are they doing this? What? And some people are like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. You know? Yeah, right. Mate, I got those... talk, did you see the game last night? I don't give a shit about yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, whatever then, you know, because some people, you could show them but it's up to them whether they want to accept it or not. Because mm-hmm. the way I see it is if you see things, if you see the truth, it's up to you to accept it or not. The truth is there, but it's up to you to accept it. it and some people don't want to. Nope. You know, and, they, and they're just happier that way. It, ignorance is bliss, dude. Ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's walking around. Hey, I'd love to wear a box on my head. I don't want to know what's going on. Just give me, you know pretty women with you know on the newscast and give me my beer and make sure that uh you know the lord makes sure there's a football game on sunday and i am happy man i love this country i love this country <laughs> yeah uh, and like like zeitgeist movie right so you remember the beginning how it talks about religion and it basically debunks religion it's showing proof of how it's made up right mm-hmm. so it talks about you know and if you're religious, you know, and you want to keep believing, like, you don't have to listen to this. I'm just saying this video is that guy's movie. It talks about how the three kings, you know, they follow the North Star to visit a king born, a, a god, right? 
And so if you look up in the sky, you'll see Orion's belt, three stars that line up. And towards the winter time, and I watch the sky right now, you can't see them. But in the winter time, those three stars line up to a really bright star. And in December, you'll start seeing them line up. In December 25th, in that morning, they point to the bright star, and that points to where the sun rises. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, there's many other things, but you know, like my homie, like this was like, I don't know, way back in the day, my early twenties, I showed it to my homie when I first seen it. Cause he was like goth and metal and like anarchist or atheist, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, do you want to see this fucking crazy ass video? You know? And I showed it to him and we're all stoned, right? And like halfway through that segment, he started crying. And he's like, dude, stop it. Just stop this. And I paused it and I'm like laughing. I thought he was joking. I'm like, what, dude? I'm like, I thought you say you don't believe in religion. He's like, no, dude, I want to believe. He's like, I don't want to watch this no more. I'm like, okay. So I stopped it and exited out. But, you know, I'm not going to force it on him. Mm -hmm. You know, like, <laughs> I kind of felt bad. Well, and do you but... do? Like, you do, like, wow, did I, I just destroyed somebody's entire, like, belief system, perception? Yeah, you feel bad, but at the same time, if human beings are very strong, if you have to, some people will either like see that and then be like, okay, uh, just get totally lost. Like, what's the point anymore? You know, it's a great opportunity. It's a fantastic opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I would say this: the my thing on religion. There's been hundreds of deities that were born before Christ that have the exact same story. Uh, what about them? Like, why don't we mention them? You know, same birthday, virgin mother. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, you know, if, if you're religious and do not watch Zeitgeist movie, uh, <laughs> you know, if you just, if you want to believe in religion, you know, that's good, you know, because some people need that some people need hope and it really does help um you know like i was talking about like in my couple episodes ago i was talking about alternative therapy and some of these alternative therapy methods people could say it's a placebo effect right almost like you know there's type of therapy that you work with flowers and it helps people heal with trauma and some people say that's a placebo effect. Well, science says it doesn't fucking matter because placebo effects still fucking work. Mm -hmm. You know, and I believe the same thing with religion. I'm not saying, you know, you're dumb if you believe it and it's all placebo effect. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying if religion helps you, whether it exists or whether it's real or not, if it helps you better your life, if it gives you hope, you know, power to you, you know, that's... yeah. But, and there's nothing wrong. Like the Bible, I have a favorite Bible uh, verse. I, there's a lot of good things in the Bible. I just don't subscribe to the premise and the, I, I just don't subscribe to that. Now, the teachings of Jesus Christ, obviously, yes, there's good things, but you shouldn't need a deity or, you know, that should come from that spark within, like your heart. Exactly. You know, I mean, seriously, you know, and the other thing about religion if you are going to go into this conspiracy or go into any form of research, but you're going to have your hard, rigid belief systems set in stone that you're going to like, listen, exactly. I don't care what this says. I'm still, you're going to find avenues to justify. If you want to look at it scientifically, it's got to be unbiased. What you want. You like know, and that's why many scientists are not religious because you've got to look at it from know? multiple angles without, because you can't just study something. Mm -hmm when you already made up your mind of the results, it, then it's not a real science experiment. You're not going to get real results. You know, you have to just look at it from a blank slate. Mm -hmm. And, oh, sorry, go ahead, Shui. I was going to say, that's how genius or diabolical the new world order is because they any way you look at it i mean there's a religious aspect to the new world order you know they have almost hijacked every 
every view, well, no matter how people look at it, you're either going to look at it in a wrong sense. Like Pat Roberts used to talk about the New World Order. You know that, that what is it, evangelical pastor or whatever, or whatever, I don't know, on TV? Uh, I mean, there's, all, there's a scientific avenue to it. There's an occult avenue. There's like a Satanist, a Satanism avenue. There's the political avenue to it. I mean, the New World Order, it's like in the middle. And then it just, all these different, different avenues and themes and shit that is tied to it. There's, there are tools and resources to bring about that New World Order. They don't fucking... If no expenditure is wasted. No, hey, if we have to do human trafficking, we're going to do that. If we have to run the Satanism, that's why, and to go a step further, that's why these people are different from us. They don't have empathy. As Fritz Springmeier says in some of the, you know, if you subscribe to the Anunnaki theory, they are a different genetic bloodline. They don't have the ability to care. Like, they literally have that bread out of them. And if you... Yes, exactly. They are like sociopaths. They're psychopaths. But they are upstanding during the day. And like Prince Philip. Oh, fuck. Read about his involvement with the World Wildlife Foundation and how he was poaching animals. Trying to supposed to be protecting them and poaching them. I mean, yeah, do you think everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast you can find me at anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com there'll be three options for a monthly subscription first one i believe starts at a dollar a month yo yeah dollar a month yeah and if you don't want to that's cool you can follow me on facebook and youtube screaming chewy show for some memes some more videos for episodes and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.